Hello, welcome to this episode of the daily. It's nearing the weekend. I sure hope you've been having a good week. I also hope that the weekend is going to be life-giving for you, that you'll have some breathing space from the daily grind. But for some of you, if the weekend maybe more work rather than respite, I still hope you get breathing space. Carve out some downtime, intentional downtime, which you know you need, and get with God away from the busyness and deadlines and all your must-dos and to-dos. One of the things my family looks forward to on weekends is simply chilling at home playing games. Does that sound boring to you? Yes? Well, maybe you just need to play with us for a change. It's fun. I think it's a precious window of time right now when our kids still have a blast with family games with us. And they kind of still think their parents are the coolest people ever. It's not going to last forever. It's super fun to watch them learn how to play better, play smarter to get an edge over their opponents, and actually how to lose better, as in not be a sore loser, you know? Good stuff. So we've been playing Uno Power Grab for the past few weeks, so often that I had to get some new games, you know? Diversify the experience a bit. It was getting a bit stale, so I went online and bought like four new games, board games, card games, which should inject some freshness into our weekends. And the kids will know there's more to life than just grabbing for power. For me, it's definitely a great way to break away from busyness, let my hair down and just laugh, play and relax. I'm looking forward to learning a new game this weekend. A few months ago, I went with some friends to a nursery in the Mandai area to get a few plants for their new home. With a lot of self-control, I am proud to say that all I got for myself was a Kalithia. Now you must understand, for me to go to a huge plant nursery and only buy one pot of plant is, hmm, how should I put this, wildly painful and ridiculously difficult. That almost never happens. Just one pot of plant. Anyway, so I got a Calithea and it's been growing very nicely. So some weeks ago I decided to, you know, that I would it would do better next to my bedroom window where there's a lot of indirect sunlight, especially in the afternoon. Plus it would look really pretty there. Waking up to it is a nice perk. More specifically, my Calithea is Calithea lancifolia, which some of you may know. It's a striking looking plant with its lance-shaped wavy leaves, which have alternating pale and dark green oval patterns on the top. And then on the underside, the underside, there's a deep, rich, purplish tone to it. Beautiful. It's a really nice accent plant. One of my favorites at home. Now, there are many types of Calitheas that are part of the same plant family. One very unique thing about this plant is that it's nicknamed the prayer plant. And how it got this name is, you might have guessed it, the way the leaves fold upward in the evening, giving the appearance of praying hands, resembles the reflective action and posture of daily prayer, like at the end of one's day. It's quite an interesting nocturnal movement to observe in this plant. And this reminds me of the importance of my posture towards God. How is my posture today? Think about the physical body. 
right? What bad posture does is it impacts just about everything we do with our bodies. Walking, running, sitting, standing, even lying down. I, for one, don't have good posture. And this definitely is a major contributing factor to pains I often have in my lower back. It requires extra effort for me to be more conscious about my posture, adjusting or correcting it whenever I stand or sit or walk if I want to have better posture. And for our lives, similar to our physical posture, our heart posture impacts just about everything we do. As Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for out of it flows all the issues of life. Our heart posture affects our values, motivations, our attitudes towards people and circumstances and things, our thoughts, actions and words, our relationships, decision making, you know, how teachable and, and pliable we are in the whole trajectory of our lives, thus our purpose and ultimate destiny. I've tried certain exercises designed to improve posture. Exercises that help me stretch some back muscles, open up the chest, elongate the back, improve my spine alignment and pelvic muscles. Being consistent and regular helps build the habit so that good posture becomes, yeah, it's more of a habit and become less conscious effort. I would venture to say that in much the same way when it comes to God, there are certain spiritual exercises that are designed to improve our heart posture. A little distinction I would make though is that while our will may be enough to transform our posture for the body, for our inner life, our will is but the starting place. We use our will to surrender ourselves, to position ourselves and orientate our desires to God. And then it is God who transforms our hearts. In Psalm 5, one of David's Psalms, he writes, Listen to my words, Lord, consider my lament, hear my cry for help my King and my God, for to you I pray. Then in verse 3 he writes, In the morning, Lord, I, you hear my voice. In the morning I lay my requests before you and wait expectantly. So, yeah, well, the, while the Kalitheus leaves move upward, like praying hands every evening, King David is saying here, he prays every morning, that there's that posture, that daily rhythm, David calls for God to hear his voice in the morning because it's in the morning that he lays his requests before God. And that phrase, lay my requests, can also be translated, I order my prayer or I direct my prayer. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests. I direct my prayer. I bring all of my requests before you. It gives this image of one who is submitting his or her requests to one of high esteem, someone of great importance, such that he or she positions himself or herself to lay down what is of concern at the feet of this one with reverence, you know, not flippantly and being careful and honest to thoroughly lay out without hiding or concealing and presenting whatever concerns might be pressing on his or her heart. It's a reminder. It's always good to start the day with our hearts oriented towards God. A choice to turn to Him first thing and say, God, as I begin today, I set before you these various requests, asking that you hear me, hear my voice, O God. That verse, verse 3, actually goes on to say, I lay my requests before you and wait expectantly. 
In the original Hebrew, the word is safa, which carries the meaning of to look out or about, to keep watch, to observe, to watch closely. Which is why we get in different translations of the Bible these versions of the same phrase. And watch expectantly, or and eagerly watch, or and be on the watch, or and I will look up. I will look up. I love that. That's a heart posture right there. What are some exercises, some practices that can help our posture towards God in the rhythms of our daily life? I thought of these three heart posture exercises that can be helpful and enriching for you to consider incorporating. First is to start the first half hour of your day without devices. Instead of reaching first for your phone, I know many of us have that habit, I have that habit. Try praying aloud, singing a chorus, or if you prefer, observing a time of meditation. This centers our focus in the direction of God from the moment we get up. And you may find yourself reminded of God more easily throughout the day because of this. A second exercise is to take your commute with God. We often pass the time on our commutes using our smartphones. We catch up on our messages, listen to a podcast, or we watch tons of videos. And too easily, we would arrive at our destination before we know it. See how you can be intentional about a particular commute that you regularly take as a time you set aside to listen to God without distraction or any social media. Part of this could actually be to mark precise spots as landmarks along your route. For example, if every time I pass by a particular building, I could take that time to pray for somebody. A third heart posture exercise is to end your day with self-examination and gratitude. This is a challenge, but it's a rewarding one to review your day with God's help. Before you close your eyes and doze off, take a few minutes to get with God. Ask Him to guide you to recall events of the day as you examine yourself. What took place that day? What happened in this conversation or that conversation? Why you felt angry about something? How you handled a certain situation? End your review by giving thanks and receiving God's grace. And then off you go to sleep and the next day, begin afresh. These are not complicated exercises. They are merely something that, if you desire to incorporate any of them into your prayer rhythm, your daily life, that can be really life-giving because it builds your habit, strengthens your muscles to have your heart posture aligned, oriented towards God. Your posture grows to become good posture, or in this case, become God posture. Over time, as you stay faithful, not worrying about falling behind or not hitting the perfect score of these exercises, but just by your will, surrendering yourself to position yourself and orientate your desires towards God, you can and will find your inner posture become more and more conscious of God, your thoughts more and more aware of God and your whole being and consequently your whole demeanor more and more upright, desirous of God, more and more tutored towards His will and His perspective. And then it is God 
who transforms our hearts. So I invite you to take a moment now to give full attention to God's presence right where you are. Tell God, what do you desire as the posture of your heart in this season of your life? Now think about what keeps your posture bent or hunched over. Bad posture, basically. Identify them and acknowledge them before God. And now tell him your need for his help with this heart posture and the things that give you bad posture. Tell him your need for his help with those. Lay this request before God. Finally, express to God that you receive his help and thank him for it. God, we are your people desiring to be shaped by you. We long for our hearts to desire you more and more, to be postured towards you, to look up to you, to be bent towards you, to be aligned and oriented towards you. And with all that you are, uh, teach us in this way to be aligned, to be upright in the spirit. Heal our inner posture, our heart posture, so that we may walk unhunched and with good posture with you and with others and to be faithful and fruitful in every way because of this posture by which you transform our hearts. And so we give thanks for your grace that transforms us. We receive your help and we say thank you that you are good and that we carry this with us throughout today and continue just to remind us in the spirit to attend to your voice, to respond and to be sensitive to your leading. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Look forward to a weekend full of grace and gratitude with family and friends. We'll be back on Monday. Hey, Pastor Andre here. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace. Thank you.